Hey, my name is Panta Kalhor and you're listening to Transition by Panta Kalhor Podcast. I created this platform to help you grow and move forward easier through your transition, whether in parenthood, job transition, healing journey, or starting a brand new life. Episode 115, Green Healing Show. Balancing hormones and boosting energy by nutrition support with Michelle Thomas, nutrition and wellness certified coach. Please subscribe to Panta Kalhor Transition channel in YouTube and order my book Naturally Conceived through Amazon. Get pregnant by unleashing your reproductive power. Hello everyone! Isn't it beautiful to start Friday? I mean, end of Friday almost. <laughs> uh, with a beautiful lady here uh, who is doing nutrition wellness coaching. And we're going to talk about balancing hormones and boosting energy by Michelle Thomas. And uh, I'm very excited to have you here in my Green Healing Show. Welcome to my show, Michelle. Well, thank you. I'm so excited to be here. I absolutely love sharing this kind of stuff with people because there's a lot of untruths out there. And so I, I, I like to get, you know, a little bit of science back truth in the world. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so tell me about yourself first. And okay. Uh, yeah, a little bit history of what you're doing and why are you doing nutrition and wellness coaching? I know you have uh, a lot of skills in your resume. So <laughs> how did you end up uh, to be a coach? Uh, did you have any issue of health for yourself or what, what happened? Okay. Well, I was perpetually, perpetually overweight I was put on my first 900 calorie diet at the age of nine and pretty much was on a diet of some kind my entire life, but always had, with the exception of like two or three times in my life, I always had a very significant amount of weight to lose um, in the vicinity of a hundred or more pounds to lose. And um, it wasn't because I didn't know. I had learned some nutrition things growing up, even though my mother was like, you know, if it could be fried or have sugar in it, my mom cooked it. But my dad had heart problems. And when I was in high school, I took over the cooking. Um, but nothing was solving like my weight. It was just not, I was addicted to fast food. Um, I used to drink over a case of diet Pepsi a day. I was, you know, if it came in a box, I cooked it for my family because I didn't have time. Because as you said, I have a very large resume, which includes a very highly detailed long day type job. Um, but I hated being told what to do. And so I had to do it my way. But then one day, I was back in Colorado for my dad's funeral and um, I was 42 and I looked at my mom sitting at the kitchen table, 
smoking a cigarette while on oxygen and could not even get up to walk to the coffee pot to get coffee. She was sending my nieces and nephews to like, you know, I need coffee. Somebody would go fill it up. I need something to eat. Somebody would go get it for her. And then I realized I had at that point a six, seven and 17 year old at home. And if I didn't change something, I was in a worse situation than my mom was because I was significantly more overweight than she had ever been. Um, I was living on diet Pepsi and fast food. And I was just, I wasn't going to make it when to the point where, you know, I could see my oldest graduate high school and have kids or my daughter. I wasn't showing her a healthy lifestyle. And then my youngest um, could not even get his arms all the way around me. And one of his favorite moments, memories is every once in a while, he'll bring it up when he comes up and he's now six, four. So, but he'll come up and put his arms around me. He'll go, mom, remember when I couldn't get my arms all the way around you? He goes, now I can pick you up. So I, I made major changes and became a coach because I wanted to be the kind of coach I needed when I was ready to make the change. But the kind of everybody out there was like, well, eat less, move more, and had absolutely no understanding of I could not walk up the stairs to tuck my kids in at night without help from my husband. So they didn't really get it. Um, because of the way I ate and because of my lifestyle, because of my lack of movement, my hormones were, and I was getting to go, getting ready to go through that lovely, you know, change. Um, my hormones were totally messed up and I had no energy. <clears throat> I'm blessed with a husband that's a chiropractor. So we sat down and started building a program. And then I went and got certified. And um, so that I could help others do the same type of thing. And some of the women I coach have a significant portion of weight to lose. Some of them are going through menopause and can't figure out, you know, all of a sudden they have no energy, their brain is shot and they're just fuzzy all the time and they're gaining weight consistently. So I work with them as well. So that's how, that's, that's how I got here. <laughs> I, you look uh, skinny. I mean, I have a good weight right now. <laughs> yeah, I have been at a healthy weight for eight years. Beautiful, beautiful. So. so I know that's a struggle for many, many people, especially during this COVID. It's so yeah. difficult to lose weight <laughs> because people can't do exercise the way they used to like i used to do a lot of swimming right now i can't right but uh what what exactly we need to do to lose weight like uh, the way you did uh, first uh, tell me how long did it take you lose weight and you get to the ideal weight okay. and what did you exactly do okay so I'm going to preface this because I've lost 100 pounds in four months and gained it back in six at 21. And then I lost 100 pounds at 32 
in six months and gained it back in eight months. So when I made this change at 42, I changed that. There was, I obviously could lose weight, but I wasn't in it for a sprint dash to the finish line to lose the weight. I, I tell people that first of all, there is no magic wand that can take away the weight. It, there, there are some certain things you can do, but there's no magic wand. And quick weight loss is not permanent weight loss for anyone. It's just a recipe for your next diet roller coaster. So with that prefaced, the third time I lost it, it took me 18 months and I lost 136 pounds. Um, but I got down too skinny. I was like 15% body fat and muscle, you know, muscles because I was lifting heavy weights all the time. And, but I was eating broccoli, chicken, and rice, basically three meals a day in very huge portions in order to maintain that. There was no, you know, no smothered burritos with the family, no birthday cake, no nothing. And I decided I did not lose weight to have six pack abs. I lost weight to be healthy and be able to do things with my family, which, you know, occasionally includes the burritos, the birthday cake. It's just a matter of timing. So how do we do this without it being my favorite thing? It's not, I don't want it to be a life suck for anyone. That is not the goal. You don't have to live on avocado, brown rice, chicken, and broccoli. That's not the goal. But there's three components to every meal and every snack that everyone should be including. And that is a fat, a fiber, and a protein. Fiber is a carb because everybody looks at me like, what's a fiber? It's actually a carb. It's very simple, but it's the healthy carbs versus, you know, the organic bagel that people want to say is healthy, which I'm sorry, it does not matter whether it says organic on the bag or it just says Einstein Brothers bagels. There is a time and a place for a bagel. Organic does not make it healthy. <laughs> At least not something that you want to eat every single day. There, there's nothing wrong with bagels. I'm not saying that that is a bad food. I'm just saying buying a bag of bagels that say organic on the outside of them and then eating them two or three times a day and saying it's healthy is not going to get you there. <laughs> so what do we do instead? We do things like um, fruits and vegetables and things like nuts and seeds and avocado. And then having whatever your favorite protein is, which, you know, that could be chicken, that could be beef. If you're a vegetarian, there are a ton. I'm, I'm not well versed on vegetarian options, but there are a ton out there. And there are coaches that can actually help you do your um, meals so that you can get that fat, fiber, and protein in every meal and snack. Um, because that is like the very first step to balancing your hormones is to get all three of those components into every meal and snack that you eat during the day. 
Beautiful. So what else? Um, I know even in diet uh, for everybody is different mm -hmm. because some people have some food sensitivity, sensitivity and you have to be careful if they are um, okay with the food, you know. Yeah. And uh, I know about the Chinese medicine, body constitution is so important because not everybody can eat meat or yeah. can eat chicken. Like from the beginning of my life, I never loved tomato. I just had tomato because I, I thought it's good for me. And then with cherry tomato, I was okay because it was a small portion of tomato <laughs> and I didn't have to eat the whole portion. But now I know that uh, for the inflammation, tomato is not good for me. Right. right. But sometimes I have it. I don't prevent myself from not having any food that I uh, have to eat, but um, I don't try not to eat those food that is not good for me. Right. So uh, tell me about, um, so I know is not the only thing you do because I know I had a friend <laughs> when I used to um, study we, we used to live in a dorm and my friend friend was uh, had a little bit extra fat and she was so funny she every day had different diets she had uh, one kilogram of uh, carrot one day <laughs> and she was very extreme and the interesting point i always tell her told her uh, let's say if everybody live in a dorm, if somebody goes to the shopping, everybody asks her, can you buy something for me? And she always asks us to buy ice cream. And she not only eats one ice cream, she only, uh, used to eat two ice cream together. And right. then after eating, she used to cry. Oh, I don't want to be fat. Why am I doing this to myself? <laughs> <laughs> because you love ice cream ice cream is fat right and then uh, but she tried to compensate and it never worked for her right now she has a great weight because she's she knows what to do with her weight you know she learned it but there are lots of temptation i know not everybody um can actually stick to one diet and it's not right. easy to have a, a strict diet forever. Right. But there are a lot of things that you can do with the diet. It's not only diet, as you said. What else did you do? Did you work with your mindset? Did you work with your uh, like exercise? What else? Okay. So first of all, I used a mind, I did do a lot of mindset and reframing how I looked at food to get in that, to be ready to do that work takes a lot. And typically it takes something massive. Like in my case, my dad dying. Um, and for many people, they require that kind of a trigger to make that mindset switch. Because it really comes down to raising that inner child that's throwing the temper tantrum that wants the ice cream and we can't tell ourselves no. 
I always tell people that sometimes you have to pull out your mom voice on yourself because, um, you know, most moms, not all moms, I've met some that aren't, uh, but most moms are pretty good at telling their kids they can't have three servings of ice cream after dinner, even if it's just mom self-preservation because we don't want to clean up the mess that's going to occur after they've eaten the three servings of ice cream. And um, I got very good at reframing and reminding myself that I could have the ice cream, but I'm choosing not to. It was um, because, like I said, I don't like being told what to do. <laughs> I <clears throat> might be just a little stubborn and pigheaded. Um, so I had to tell myself, yes, you could have that, but it's not going to get you where you want to be. So why are you eating it? So there was a lot of that. And there was a lot of creating new habits. Instead of eating and driving, I would make a concerted effort to never eat when I was driving. Or if I was eating, it was something like carrots or sugar snap peas or an apple or something. Um, I would did not actually start doing anything outside of walking until I was about... I think I was nine months into the journey and I actually started adding five minutes of walking every day. And I built up from that because every time I had tried to make this overarching sweeping change, it backfired on me. So I used to say to myself, and I actually sign off on my podcast this way, you can do anything for five minutes. And I would make myself get up first thing in the morning in my, because at this point I would get up and I would have my robe and slippers on and I would literally pace in my house for five minutes up and down the hallway. Um, and then slowly, but surely over time that turned into at one point I was walking like five miles first thing in the morning. Um, like I said, I do tend to go to extremes before I pull back a little bit. Uh, then I added in some weightlifting and then here recently I <clears throat> overdid it enough to injure my ankle and I've had to cut it down to about a hundred minutes a week of anything outside of walking, which is being challenging, but I'm doing it because I'm just small changes. I, I didn't change everything all at once ever. Because every time I quit smoking by alternating smoking and vaping, and then eventually I completely quit smoking. It's, I, it, it's, re, it's changing all of the habits one at a time. I gave exactly. up diet by drinking water. I gave up cigarettes by vaping. I gave up fast food by learning to make things that resembled fast food, but it was all whole foods made with love at home. So, you know, I, I would pick one thing and work my way through it. And then once that became normal, I would add a layer. And so it seemed like there was a lot of changes in 18 months, but they were like 
six weeks here working on this, and then six weeks here working on this, and just moving through, you know, all of the changes that the 42 years worth of bad habits that I had, I reprogrammed them in like 18 months doing one thing at a time. Beautiful. So we're going to get back there with the how to balance hormones and boost energy. In just a few seconds, we're going to have a few second break and come back again. Please subscribe to Panta Kalhor Transition Channel and order my book, Rules of Change for the Better. Tune up your mood and transform your life to reach your biggest dreams. See, that was <laughs> very, <laughs> very similar to what you said about the change, my book, Roots yeah. of Change. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I talk about change in this book because, uh, as you said, everything we are doing, uh, changing the habit, it shouldn't be a shock for the body. And your yeah. body should feel that is normal for it. So let's say if you want to quit smoking, I've seen a lot of people quit smoking. They are okay, even for 13 years. And mm -hmm. then after 13 years, another trigger happened, and then they go back to smoking. How can we, you know, that's so interesting. I really want to know, as somebody like you, you already overcame this challenge. Why, uh, what happened to you if you want to the smoke again like you smell it and you feel oh i'm gonna have one what do you do <laughs> actually i will say that the smell of cigarette smoke now disgusts me but i still vape i i i still vape um but there was a i i am extremely add and so i have attention deficit disorder and my brother-in-law pointed out a study that they were doing with nicotine and people with ADD. They were actually putting the nicotine patch on them to see if it helped them focus. And it did. And I would rather use nicotine for myself. Not that I advocate it for anybody else, but this is my personal choice. It makes it so people can actually follow my train of thought. I would rather use that than something like Ritalin or something caffeine calms me down a little bit and I do drink coffee, but turns out I was self-medicating for a large majority of my life with caffeine and nicotine. I smoked four packs a day and drank a case of diet. At Pepsi plus some of the 24 ounce bottles in a week. And usually we bought several cases for a week because I drank a lot of Diet Pepsi and did not drink water. So I gave up the Diet Pepsi because it's really bad for your bones. And my mom had osteoporosis so bad, she broke her ribs moving clothes from the washer to the dryer. I do drink a couple of cups of coffee a day. But the nicotine in the vape, I find, makes it so that people can almost follow my train of thought. <laughs> and I don't bounce as much. <laughs> so yeah, I don't have an issue going back to that. 
I do have an issue occasionally where I have to really pull myself from the situation with something like ice cream. Um, for the 4th of July weekend, we went to a mountain town and my husband is one of those disgustingly naturally skinny guys. <laughs> I love him. Don't get me wrong. We've been together for, for 30 years, but one of the ways I've gained weight back in the past is trying to eat with my husband and he can eat anything and never gain a pound. I see. Uh, oh my goodness. <laughs> that was me before, before having my daughter. I never gained weight. Never. Yes. Well, all I have to do is look at food the wrong way and I gain 10 pounds. So, um, but the, him and the kids, while we're there, while we're doing fun stuff, will, you know, they had ice cream, I think four times last weekend. Did I not have ice cream? I had ice cream once because it was, you know, it was, there was nothing wrong well, with having it once, but I didn't need it four times in one weekend because I would have come home an extra 10 pounds heavy and probably sick because I don't eat sugar that often. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, so re retraining, it takes time to not feel left out in those situations and be able to focus on the laughter and joking going on and not focus on the fact that you're the only one not eating ice cream. I see. <laughs> I, I totally follow you. Huh? Yeah. I totally follow you. I know. <laughs> so, you know, for some people, they can go eat ice cream four times in a weekend. I'm not one of those people. I don't have that metabolism. But you can boost your metabolism doing certain things. So I do a lot of those things. So my metabolism is much higher now than it used to be. But part of it is, you know, we're talking boosting energy and balancing hormones. Part of it is doing simple things like eliminating processed foods, doing learning how to cook your favorite things without a bag or a box of something that you're adding, drinking the water and doing simple things like you don't have to work out, but turn the radio on and dance with your kids or, you know, dance around the house while you're doing chores, make things fun and move, but move a little more than you did the day before. Um, you know, tying in that whole habit, we have a habit in our house that um, usually Friday nights, sometimes Saturdays, my husband turns on, he goes on YouTube and starts looking up videos on his computer and his computer has a big boom sound bar. And he looks up the, the songs and asks, quizzes me on who it is. And I am horrible. He knows it. It's, it's all to make me feel bad for not knowing the answer. But the secret is, I don't care. It's music. And the kids and I dance around the house while he's playing the music because he likes to go down memory lane with music and we like to dance. So, you know, it's, it's finding fun things like that to add movement which then boosts your energy because when you're happy and you're, you know, you feel good and you feel better when you change your diet a little, I'm not saying change what you're eating to start off with. I'm saying, learn how to make your, the foods that you do eat healthier so that you can enjoy what you're doing. Um, because I, I'm a big one of 
you have, if once you have the framework of what you need in a meal, you can pretty much eat whatever you want. You just have to know how much of each thing you can have in order to lose the weight. So that's one of the reasons I love macros is it gives you a framework to follow without is that a Sorry, is that your program macro? Yes, I, I do. I teach people. I teach people how to use macros to balance their hormones, but I don't teach it as a diet. There are people out there that do macros that pull a protein bar out of the package and weigh the protein bar. I am so not that person. <laughs> you know, my idea behind macros is, is it shows you the proportions of the foods that your body needs to balance hormones. And um, my wonderful husband and I actually worked together to take the formula that we have. I was a math major in undergrad, so I love numbers. And he had the knowledge. So between the two of us, we sat down and said, okay, let's experiment with this and see what gives us the best weight loss averages when you feel the best. And we played with it. And it, it's working like a charm with my clients. It is so amazing how people that have thought, you know, the cravings were ruining their lives and they couldn't stop binging, you know, that time of the month when everything goes crazy and they just wanted chocolate. Um, and then they couldn't say no to the chocolate or no to the ice cream um, because they're eating things in proportions that make them feel good. And then in turn, increases their energy. One of my clients actually today for the first time went to the gym and worked out first thing this morning. And she's been slowly but surely adding movement in over time. And her husband is a personal trainer, but they hadn't been going to the gym because of COVID. So they're slowly but surely getting back into the gym, but this was the first time they went first thing in the morning. And she's been consistently losing weight over time. And now she has the energy to go spend a half hour at the gym and walk out and feel phenomenal. But she didn't start at the gym. We've been working together since March or April. I can't remember which. The months are merging together this year. Not yeah, sure. Okay. You don't know where you are in. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah, so interesting. So interesting. Uh, I love this talk because, as you said, um, what I can actually wrap it up. Uh, yes. You said adding, um, adding some habits in the morning is so important that yes. I totally agree because morning is the start of the day when. You get up in the morning, so oh, I'm going to do this, that, you know, you are very excited because then uh, your day is shifted. You have a lot of things preoccupy your mind and uh, you do some other stuff. Yes. But I found myself, even if I have a three and a half year old baby, <laughs> when she's asleep, um, that's my time. <laughs> So I, um, as soon as I get up, I do some exercise, like sit up, and then I do some work, and then I start breakfast with her. But as you said, five minutes a day, 
change many, many things. Many, yes. many things. And, and the even earlier in, you do it, the better. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And you can't believe it. Like sometimes um, I have a re really big idea, a big plan to do, like writing a book or anything. But I commit myself to do it in five, ten minutes a day. Sometimes it's more, like mm -hmm. half an hour. Some days I can't work. I have a lot of lot of things to do at home, but uh, I can compensate. So during the week, I have a plan that I'm going to do this, this, this. And if I miss the day, still I can compensate. But this is uh, this is uh, going to be a habit for you. Then you you can't do anything. You have to do it because yeah. it's part of you as soon as you get used to it. And then when you lose weight, you feel much better. You feel lighter. You feel happier because um, extra weight means a lot. It means yeah. that you are not healthy enough. It means your hormones are not balanced. And it means that you don't have enough energy. Right. As, as soon as you are, as, as you said, you couldn't walk, uh, walk up the stairs. You couldn't go to your rooms and was very difficult for you. Even play with your kids or hug them you know that's yeah. so sad but right now you can have a lot of fun with them because uh, you're lighter you have more energy your hormones are balanced and that's great that you already have this program for other ladies or other people um, because to my understanding there are a lot of information out there right there are a lot of program a lot of things but why people cannot get all the programs from the internet free because they don't have a system to follow that's right they don't exactly. have a system and oftentimes they don't have people that have they aren't educated all the way their their knowledge is not science-based Exactly, exactly. Yeah. That, I, I like and that. Because he adds where drink this drink and lose 100 pounds in three months. <laughs> no, no. Or quit it, smoking it, in three months. No, it's not going to no. happen. <laughs> no. No, it took me almost two years to completely convert off of cigarettes. And I think that is one of the reasons why I can't stand the smell anymore. Because yeah. I didn't just cold turkey i actually had told myself i had until valentine's day it was a present for my husband and i quit february 6th instead because i'm sitting there looking at the cigarette going i just don't need this so oh, i quit for my own deadline so i i think that's why because i gave myself the time to back out of the habit you know, Michelle, I have a very easy steps, very easy steps to change the habit. For me, so easy. I love coffee. Love, love. I, the smell of coffee when I used to go to work, I couldn't resist. I had to have coffee two times per day. Then uh, for my baby, because I had a lot of a struggle to have the baby, they said you, you shouldn't uh, consume caffeine so mm -hmm. even uh, even tea and co coffee I had to <laughs> quit and it was so difficult first I said oh but I tried to alt uh, have an alternative so then I feel that 
my what my body needs is not caffeine it's something warm in the morning so mm-hmm. you can have a lot of there are a lot of fruit teas you can yes. yeah you can replace yeah. and you get mm-hmm. used to it after a while right now my stomach get hurt when i have coffee mm-hmm. i don't i'm not saying i never get it but, but it's not really important for maybe if, mm, once per month or maybe i don't even get it That's the same with my other habits, like um, eating habits for me was so, so easy because it's easy to replace something with eating. It is. And I find that uh, like if they're having ice cream, I'll have a protein bar. The protein bar gives me the sweet. And if you know, if I'm hungry while they're eating ice cream, that that's often my solution. I replace one thing for the other. I replace water or diet Pepsi with water. Um, you know, I, I'm a big one for replacing. Yeah. Replacing. You know, ice cream is also so easy. Um, for my daughter, I always crush the fruit, real Mm -hmm. fruit without any sugar. Mm -hmm. But uh, all of most uh, fruits are sweets already. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so you like, let's say watermelon. She love it. So I just put it, uh, I just crush it, put it in a uh, fridge and then that's it. <laughs> she have it. Actually, my daughter makes, my daughter's 16. So difference in age here, but she actually makes um, ice cream with fruit out of Greek yogurt. That's like her favorite thing is to make the, you know, she'll make the homemade Greek yogurt ice cream, but in order to keep it from freezing rock solid, she just adds fruit into it. So yeah, that's even better. (laughs) Nice. My, my younger two children have extremely good eating habits. They can go eat ice cream four times with their dad in a weekend, but then they come home and they're like fruit smoothies and my daughter makes baked oats and you know so it's balance that's, that's nice that's all yeah. that's all it is is having that balance so good michelle do you have any freebies is it I in your website do. i have actually three simple steps for weight loss for women and it works for anybody it's just if uh Hormone balance is not just for women, even though we think it is. So this works for anybody, but they can go to go.macrounicorn.com. I don't know if you can see all of my unicorns over here, but I might be a unicorn freak. So it's, uh, if they go to that web, if they go to that website, um, they'll get one of two because right now I'm in the process of transitioning Three tips to balance hormones. Um, the basic content is the same, but the name might be slightly different. But if they go to go.macrounicorn.com, um, it will come up there. And it is the three first steps that you need in order to lose weight, balance your hormones, and switch your mindset into creating a identity that's okay with losing weight because we can want to lose weight 
But unless we're willing to make that identity switch of I'm doing this and this is me, it doesn't always happen. So, you know, it's that whole, sometimes we have to play with our brain. Yeah. And, and visualization. Like, uh, that's, but that's what I do. Um, even uh, for weight loss, you can do it. I always look at my mirror if you want, if I want to lose weight, I see, okay, that's me. And then I look at them. I try to visualize me as somebody is tiny, <laughs> is tiny and <laughs> skinny. But yeah, there are lots of, uh, as you said, shift uh, you can do in your mindset and in your habits and in your diet to lose weight. Yeah. Thank you so much, Michelle. I really enjoyed talking to you. And I hopefully, you. yeah, hopefully I can have you again in this show. <laughs> yeah, thank you so much. And have a great weekend. You as well. Thank you so much for the opportunity. I am totally available if anybody has questions. And I will watch in the Facebook group and see if questions come or Facebook page and see if questions come up. Thank you so much. Yeah. Uh -huh.